All right, welcome to Against All Odds, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal here. Hey, real quick reminder for those of you listening to us on The Ringer, you're going to have about five minutes of free content, at which time, uh, if you want to hear the rest of it, you're going to have to leave and subscribe to Against All Odds feed. It's the blue and red icon. I was told to just say it's the blue icon. Heel producer Jim Cunningham says it's too confusing giving people two colors, but I'm going to do it anyway. Blue and red co- icon. Go find it wherever you listen to podcasts. I promise you it's there. I promise you my boys are here. My gurus of gambling, my wizards of wagering, my overlords of the odds, my barons of betting, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, brother Bry, and Darren, the parlay kid. What's happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Sal, what's up? What's going on, buddy? Uh, well, look, I, I know you guys give out free picks on the site, extrapoints.com. Parlay Kid, you had a nice streak last week, I think, plus 275 with your free picks, right? Yeah, plus 275 at the end of the week. I had a nice stretch in the middle, uh, lost on Sunday. But uh, yeah, nice winning week. And I know Harry and uh, I think Brother Bry's on a nice streak as as well for the most part. Bry, so- we could we could say whatever we want at this point. Bry, <laughs> you want a four or five or something? Yeah, I think I'm like four or five. I, uh, that also includes I had Osaka the other day to win in three sets against nice. Azarenko at plus 270. So that was that was a good one. That was the best that, one I definitely gave out on the site. For that sure. tennis was tense. Bry shut down on uh, our text chain. He's like, no, I have to I have to concentrate <laughs> on this match here. Well, that was the thing you said. You said that match was over the Osaka match, right? And then yeah. when she when she came back, you said all I needed to do was say something. And then I was like, I am not even going to respond because <laughs> as soon as I respond, I'm going to jinx this. So, so I I'm, don't I'm, get I'm it. I, it. I guess it happens in other sports, but if someone looks dead in tennis. I don't know. It seems especially on the female side, it's very weird that you can come back from six one or something and then just like kind of look crappy. But the, well, they, they seem to dig deep. Yeah, well, that's the thing, right? All it takes <clears throat> is you you get one break in the right. match, and then you could see it. She got that one break in the second set, and then that was really it. You That was even on the men's side. I think the Zverev I had during the week, too. It was yeah. down two <clears throat> sets, and then all of a sudden, it, he looked good in one game, and that just propelled him. Right. It's, Brian it's against, against, against Booster when I had Booster. Well, it's oh, kind of yeah. like what Brother Bride did to Harry a couple years ago on the tennis court. That yeah, he it totally is. broke How's Harry. He totally is. broke him. <laughs> Harry happened to just get by. Uh, Wait a minute. Fir- time out. Time out. Parlay kid. <laughs> Brian is 0-2. 0-2 against me in first. first sets. There you go. So if they ever play again, go with Harry first set. Brian three sets overall. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, just a, it's weird yes. when the player gets down in tennis. Their body language suggests that it's going to be over quick. But it, it hasn't happened in uh, the last yeah, couple not- uh, matches. Speaking of weird body language, Harry, you are... Um, <laughs> Were you? You have some kind of streak going to on the extrapoints.com? Yeah, I'm, I'm still. I had. I got very fortunate, I guess you could say, with my three-team teaser on Sunday that they didn't give Kamara that touchdown at the end, which allowed mm-hmm. my three-team 10-point teaser to win. And yesterday, uh, on on, uh, on Monday night, I did give out the Titans. I stressed to give out the Titans on the money line. Uh, Something crazy could happen. Don't lay the points. And look uh, what happened. Four I, missed kicks and, you know. I, I didn't want, I don't want to brag here because I've been wrong about a lot, uh, namely um, that the Cowboys <laughs> would have the best record and that the Jaguars would have the worst record. But the one thing I did say is please do not bet. FanDuel had Steven Guskowski up there for comeback player of the year at 60 to one. I said, do not go. Don't jump on it. I really hope people didn't blow money on that. That was crazy. That Fangio leaving those timeouts in the bank. That just, that kills me. That's uh that's, Typical, typical. I guess we're going to see that in the NFL all the time. But um, Harry won. These guys are doing well on uh, on ExtraPoints.com, giving free picks. It's not all rainbow and Skittles, though, with these guys. They have experienced what we like to call or what we don't like to call, but we have to call bed aches. When a bet makes you sick and you make the wrong pick, it's a bed ache. It's a bed ache. <laughs> it makes me sad just hearing it. I don't know why, but who wants to start with their bed aches? Um, how about you, Harry? You seem uh, especially fired up. Uh, okay, sure. Um, let's see. Saturday night uh, for the week, I was getting killed. As, uh, let's just start off while I was getting killed during the week. Good. So then Saturday night, things are looking good. Things are looking real good. I have a parlay going that's going to get back about 500 bucks. Um, 
But before that, I also had Martin Truex, who was up at the top of the lead in the race on Saturday night, too, in Richmond. I have him at 4-1 to one to win the race. Of course, for the like the fourth time this year when I've had him to win a race, he's coming second. Mm-hmm. So I lose that at about 6, 7 o'clock Pacific time. And then I had I said, you know what, since I lost that, what's left on the UFC card? I take this Angela Hill in the main event where, <laughs> uh, I mean, she's a minus 140, 145 favorite. She lands 100 punches to the head to her opponent who had 63. She lands more punches overall, and she loses in, in a uh, in decision. by And all three judges went the other way, including mm. a 49-46 score. I don't understand that. I tried to have Parlay Kid the next day when Darren called me and tried to explain to me what the heck that's all about. How did mm. she lose 49-46? So I lose that as well. And But the key is I had a parlay, like I said, going to be $500, all run lines in baseball, all win. I had it to the Dodgers and Kenley Jansen minus one and a half of against against of all teams the Astros who they hate. Oh, up, that was a bad one. Up they, five one in the eighth, give up a run right. five two. Now five two in the ninth, but still minus one and a half. Kenley Jansen comes in to close the door, gives up five consecutive hits, four earned runs, five runs overall, all right. and they lose seven five. And I, I can't even get that one. Can't even get that. Yeah, up five right. one, five two in the ninth. <laughs> so that's Harry's bet ache. Uh, Martin Truex and Angela Hill, very relatable um, bet bet stories. I've been hearing about it all week from people losing <laughs> all um, within all within a half an hour of each other. All three, by the way. I think the Ringer uh, listeners who had five minutes of access just heard that and like, yeah, you know what? I'm I'm good. I need to switch <laughs> over. The rest. Uh, 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 Parley kid, what about yeah. you? What's your bet? Ache? Well, that's all true with Harry. There was a point I turned to Brian on Sunday when we were watching football, and I said, Brian. Has Harry lost like 60 straight bets? <laughs> I, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. It just. At, at, you know what? At, Lo- at, Lone Star Par- at Lone Star Park, I have. That's for sure. Yeah, he's <laughs> betting the horses, too. You guys got. I mean, before you probably even wake up, he's he lost like 18 horse races. <laughs> it's, but so here's here's my bet ache for this week. And I think we've all been there. It's, but it's hard to believe it's a week one and it's yeah. already happened to me. It's one of those weekends where you have so much going on. And. Not only do all my bets lose, my biggest losses were the Cowboys, and I also had Gallup over 53 and a half yards. So that one play at the end of the game Ugh. cost me like you know two losses almost. But right. then not only do you lose your bets, right, but your favorite teams lose. Cowboys lose. My Islanders mm-hmm. lose. Not only that, your fantasy teams lose if you're like us and you're in two or three leagues, if not more, and they all lose in every move you made. Right. Didn't work out, right? Yeah. Then you lose in your elimination pool game. You, you lose your Colts. sharp tank pick like I did. Yeah, like, yeah. it was one again first week, and it's a it's already hit me where everything lost this weekend. Mm-hmm. Everything, uh, and not just the bets. It, it then every, it just so it's just was a terrible first week of football <laughs> action. I loved every minute of it. It really. I did I know love it every sucks that football's that. back, and then but it's the very back. last thing of the night, I wish they would have buried that Cowboys Rams game at at uh, as at a at even a four p.m. kickoff because we could have enjoyed the whole day as a whole. But on on you know Parley Kid and I with Cowboys, same oh. old, same old with them. Uh, I will say that you guys are going to be like, oh, you're full of shit. But uh, I've been so busy, I didn't even know that I was. I beat, I won in fantasy in our league by five <laughs> points or something like, and AJ Brown was overthrown like the last play from scrimmage of the game, or maybe the next to last for uh, Tennessee. Yeah. And uh, I, I would have lost that, but uh, it's good to be busy. You don't have to, you don't have to suffer these uh, <laughs> agonizing Monday night games and fa- close fantasy games. All right, brother Bry, uh, I think Parley Kid touched on what you were going uh, to complain about, yeah. but for God's sakes, I'm with you. Well, there's a few things. I'm not even going to get to. I had two of the worst losses I've ever had in WNBA this week, which I, I won't. I won't even tell you about because it's just it's just too confusing to even talk about. Harry, Good, also, thank you. Harry also had a really bad tennis beat that he didn't even talk about. That was probably the worst. Uh, yeah. But but I'm going to say I felt like I had a good feel for the games this past weekend, mm-hmm. but. My biggest bet that I placed was the Bengals to win versus the Chargers. Seemed like everything was shaping up on the last drive for the Bengals to score. I thought the Chargers were going to be awful this year. Um, They had first and goal from the three with 11 seconds left. Burrow throws that great pass, A.J. Green, uh, for a touchdown, but there's offensive pass interference on the play. Um, Mm. Did he push off? Yes, for sure. 
but he was also being bear hugged by the D back that nobody talked about. So there, you do have to get some separation uh, from the D back. Yeah. So, so there, there is a lot of hand fighting to push off. So that was one. So after that happened, uh, I had lost a lot of money and then Darren and I were sitting together and Darren says, I may go big on the Cowboys. So I'm like, oh, All right. no. I'm like, all right, fuck it. Let's do it. Let, let's, <laughs> let's go real big on the Cowboys, which is, ne- <laughs> which is never smart. So <clears throat> obviously what happens in the game again, are offensive pass interference with less than 30 seconds left. So I lost back to back huge bets on offensive pass interference calls that were both questionable, especially the Cowboys ones questionable. Oh man. Um, Back to back, which has never happened. So I found a new way to lose. Wow. Well, good for you. And I, yeah, I guess, are they, is that what they're calling this year? That's going to be the big thing. The off, I didn't know there was a rule change, but, and like you said, the AJ green one was a little more, I I don't know. I don't think it was worse than Kyle Rudolph's last year in the the playoff game, but whatever. Gallup just got his hands caught up in the in Ramsey's jersey. Ramsey's going to win an MZ, Emmy, an MZ. Ramsey's going to win an MZ, by the way, for uh, <clears throat> that performance. But yeah, that just sucked. And uh, Sal, just just Sal, in general, also- just in general, Harry, I think the Rams, you know, oh. the refs could get together and be like, the Rams own this pass interference thing. Okay, <laughs> let's uh, yeah, let's screw them over or give the other team the benefit of the doubt for the next seven regular season games. I don't know if that even amounts to uh, sending them to the Super Bowl for no reason. So, look, you mentioned you mentioned yesterday on Fox Bet Live also the uh, the Patriots Dolphins situation oh, at man. the end of the game, too. Like, you, you, I mean, I despise the Cowboys, but come on. That Gallup thing was absolutely you call that, but you don't call the Patriots for that when it when it led to the interception, which meant the spread for the game. Yeah, receiver which, got it, which if the roles are reversed, that is called. A hundred times out of a hundred if it's the Patriots on offense. Yeah, no, I know. It's got nice uh, midseason form for Pats and their cheating ways, <laughs> but uh, good job by them. Uh, all right. Uh, that's another episode or segment of <laughs> Bet Aches. Let's hear it, Jim. One more time. When a bet makes you sick and you make the wrong pick, it's a bet It's a bet It's a bet I don't want to be grim, but we'll, we'll, I'm sure, have another installment next week. It's like just people die. Uh, <laughs> cemeteries will always be in business. I'm sorry. There's <laughs> always going to be bed aches for us, especially with the volume of uh, wagers we're putting in. Hey, um, I have a book out, apparently. It's called You Can't Lose Them All. Uh, it's available on Amazon for pre-order. It comes out late January. But like I said, you can pre-order it now. And all these guys are featured on this. Parlay Kid. I have I talk about you and 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 me and us guessing the lines uh, you would hide in a closet. So your girlfriend and now wife uh, didn't hear you going over the lines with me. That was so taboo back then. This is what the late 80s, early 90s. I guess it was early 90s. Um, You were in college at Dayton and we'd call on Sunday night and we go over this. Uh, Brother Bry, I talk about uh, you you and your gambling futility and uh, also our trip to uh, Oakland which we uh, somehow survived many, many obstacles <laughs> trying, trying to get to the field to be uh-huh. on air. That was I got pickpocketed. There was a lot going on. <laughs> Harry, for just endless tales with you in college and you and I betting on games we were refereeing because we were betting each other and on right. a rec league and everybody in the league hating <laughs> us and all and the kinds guy who, of stuff. The, the guy who got us the job was our bookie as well. Yes, so. yeah, because we were in the hole and we had to make it back $6 at a time every so game. Good. I think we so would have... We would have and still the games. I don't know how it happened, but we should probably still be refing basketball games at that rate for what we <laughs> owed. But um, so that's it. So it's a uh, you can't lose them all. It's available on Amazon dot com. And I think it's already number one in new releases for what was it? Uh, uh, addiction uh, and recovery. Yeah, it's for pre-sale. <laughs> You're number one. I think uh, yeah, but, gambling but, addiction and recovery. Yeah, I, or something. Yeah, I, think but, it's, but, I think it's number one overall, Sal. Is number it really? Overall. Oh, it was a lot funnier if it was just gambling addiction and recovery. But uh, uh, well, I guess if it's overall, it has to be. In there. I don't. I don't know. Recovery is any part of it. I'm being told by Joel Solomon it is a gambling addiction and recovery. All right, All right there we go. Uh, Harry, real quick before we get into NFL, Austin P. Pittsburgh. Just for those uh, gambling junkies, yeah. Pittsburgh was winning by so many points. Austin P. Quit, or they just called the game. They're like, this isn't I, worth it. I, no, I think it was. It was. Ba- it was. Uh... The, the weather wasn't looking good, so they decided at halftime to make the quarters 10 minutes each. Wow. Instead of 15. 
So and, and and Vegas made a rule years ago where you have to play 55 minutes for it to be an official oh, 55. game in terms of betting it. Yeah, 55. And that's terrible. And Pitt won by four oh. times, a lot of touchdowns. Oh, a right? lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot more than they needed wow. to if you had Pitt. Well, that's bad. Uh, look for that. <laughs> College football is going to be such a mess this year, but I don't know. Let's, was, let's, just, go to, let's just go to 10 minutes, right? Why not? Let's just go to 15 to 10 minutes. Let's yeah, change just, the rules at halftime of a, of a worthless game. Why not? I don't know how they uh, do that, but let's get to the NFL. Lots of fun. We're going to hit. We're going to do it all today, guys. We're hitting uh, NHL, NBA, both uh, big games tonight, Tuesday. Um, we're hitting the U.S. Open um, and then we're going to go football here. NFL. This is going to be fun. We're doing it all. Uh, all right. Let's start Cincinnati at Cleveland. This is Thursday night. Cleveland favored by five and a half, 43 and a half is the over under. Cleveland got rolled by Baltimore. Um, as Bry brought up, uh, Joe Burrow kept it close with the Chargers. Probably should have won that game. He looks like a real gamer. Fun to uh, fun to observe. Parlay kid. Which way are you going Cincinnati, Cleveland Thursday night? Maybe uh, this is going to be an unpopular pick here, but I'm going to be taking the Browns minus five and a half. This line has actually come down a little bit from, I believe it might have even been uh, uh, six, but it's now down to five and a half. So obviously there's some action uh, going on the Bengals. So I'm going to go with the Browns here. Uh, I Listen, I think the Browns showed they can run the ball, actually. Right? So I think if they can play ahead here, San Diego, uh, Sandy. I'm still saying San Diego, let alone. Right. Uh, That's not the uh, bad one. You know, it's, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I'm, right. That's so right. Uh, the, the L.A. Chargers, <laughs> I should say, uh, ran the ball very well against uh, the Bengals between Eckler and this uh, young kid, Kelly, who looked very good. And I think yeah. with Chubb and Hunt, I think we're going to see a lot of them uh, coming up. from the, More of them, less of Mayfield. If the Browns can play with the lead, they might be a lot more dangerous than they are. Uh, having Mayfield trying to win you a game is really not the best idea right now. So if they can run the ball, get a lead, and still run the ball even more and have Mayfield do a little less each game, maybe that's the secret to their success. The Browns had to work out some kinks. They're in a new offense with a new coach. Maybe they got that out of the way week one. Yeah. The Bengals are still young. And Burrow, who I liked a lot um, uh, the other day, I thought he played very well. He reminds me of a young Tony Romo. Oh. Uh, I just don't think right now, I, I don't think he's going to get there just yet. I think the Browns win this game somewhere 28-21, uh, and they cover the spread. All right. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I like the Browns as well. It's interesting because I'm trying to think if if there were fans in the stands, what the line would be. Would it be eight, eight and a half? Because you always hear about a rookie quarterback on the road first yeah. time. Not usually good. I don't have the well, numbers to back it up, but there's no fans there. It's 340 miles away. Is that right? Will we figure it out? Yes, so I think something like that. Yes, it is. So, and so when this first game first was put on the schedule back yeah. in May or June, it was eight and a half, uh, the spread. Uh, right. So you, you kind of write on the money there. So yeah. uh, you could see after one week what happened as well. Um, people are jumping off the Browns, but I don't think they should do that just yet. I don't either. I don't think it was a fair indication that game. Baltimore just rolled them. They never they never had a chance. Uh, you're right about Stefanski and running the ball with Minnesota, who's top three in the league yeah. percentage of runs. Why not do it? Take it out of Baker's hands. I know it's crazy with all the shiny uh, toys they have with Landry and Beckham and Hooper and everybody else, but run the ball, see what happens, get the lead, and see if uh, Joe Burrow could come back. I'll go with the Browns here, but Parla Kid, I'm 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 already kind of sick of them. If they lose this, I'm, I'm right. I might Absolutely. I might be done with them until November or some <laughs> right. some stupid spot here. Um, all right, Atlanta at Dallas. Oh boy, you know I let you guys pick whatever games you want. I said there are six games. Everybody take two. The Parla Kid, this is probably the first time ever he passed on the Cowboys game. Doesn't even want to cover it here. Uh, I don't blame you. I don't even want to mention it really. Atlanta at <laughs> Dallas. Dallas five fifty two is the over under. Um, Boy, Russell Wilson threw a, a buried storyline. Russell Wilson, four touchdowns and three incomplete passes. Front runner for MVP right now if you go after one game. Uh, and it may just be that that Atlanta defense is worse than we even thought going in. And I hope for my Cowboys sake it is. Harry, I'm going with you here. I like over 52 points. I think it's like 35 uh 
27 or something like that. Yeah, I really like the over here, too. I mean, uh, the Seattle-Atlanta game you mentioned, Sal, 63 points in that game last week. Wilson, unbelievable. Uh, torched the secondary of Atlanta. Uh, meanwhile, Matt Ryan still went for 450 himself. He had three. They lose by 13 points. Yeah. He had three receivers over 100 yards. Three receivers over 100. Still lose by 13. I think Dallas was a bit bottled up by the Rams, but I think this offense is way too good. Uh, Zeke still looked really good uh, catching the ball and running. Uh, I think Dallas is pissed uh, after that P.I. crap. Uh, CeeDee Lamb explodes, I think, in this game. And the last time these two played, in Dallas, 67 points were scored. Matt Ryan had a big day that day, too. So uh, I look for a lot of scoring in this game. Yeah, I think for sure. Uh, be nice, Paul, like if we threw downfield, right? I mean, I guess Aaron Donald I, applied so much pressure I, that I, it was uh, tough to get it off. But maybe I, more than three times we could throw these burners, right? I, you know, we saw the, uh, the stat sheet there uh, where Prescott's throwing the ball. And I can only watch it so much when everything is... The, the deep comeback route on the sideline, which yeah. is such a hard pass to complete anyway. Uh, and every time it's thrown, right, you're thinking it could be picked off like a pick six sure. uh, mm -hmm. because it's taking so long to get there. Uh, I don't know. They changed head coaches, but I guess Kellen Moore is still calling the plays. And I would like to have seen them bring in a little bit of Mike McCarthy's offense, but it looks like the same offense and. Too many weapons there. There should be too many. There's no excuses. There's no excuses. I don't even kill them for going on fourth down when they could have tied it there. I mean, that, that was a great play, but if, if you watch it, the, the, to snuff that out, that really should have been a first down. But maybe if the offense was clicking more, I would have had more confidence in that fourth down call. But it was everything else around it. But, um, yeah, maybe if there's no Aaron Donald um, that we don't have to deal with, it's a different story and a big D. And I guess we'll have a few fans. So that helps. Um, yep. Brother Bry, let's uh, get you in the mix. Rams at Eagles. The Rams are favored by one and a half. This is moved. I think you like the Eagles even giving one. So now you must like them uh, plus one and a half, 46 and a half is the over-under. To me, this is uh, begins and ends with Lane Johnson. They're so much better, so much better when Peterson coaches and Lane Johnson is at the offensive line. They have like a, a 70, they win 75% of their games versus like 30% of their games when he's not playing. I bring up Aaron Donald again. He's going to be a force. They're going to have to shift that offensive line around if he's not playing, but it seems like he is. Yeah, well, that's the thing, right? So this is a tough game, but maybe it's just me, but I wasn't really that impressed with the Rams Sunday night. I, I actually <laughs> just thought the Cowboys sucked in that game. I still, get the, I still get the sense the Rams really don't trust golf. Uh, mm -hmm. Obviously, the keys to winning are just running the ball and play action. I don't know why teams fall for the play action against golf. I would just send somebody to hit them every play. Uh, but the Eagles defense played really well on Sunday, their, but their offense put them in bad positions. They couldn't block anyone. Uh, Washington has that great front four, but obviously that doesn't bode well against somebody like Donald. But mm -hmm. Sand Sanders could be back. Like you said, Lane Johnson could be back this weekend. I, I don't think the Rams are going to score a ton of points here. So I, I would take the Eagles at home plus one and a half. And I think a somewhat low scoring game, you know, like 20. I'm with you. Yeah, 24, yeah. 21 or something. I don't think as a Cowboys fan, I mean, you can get the benefit of an 0-2 Eagles right. team uh, exactly. off the bat. Uh, that's really my biggest reason here. Also, shortish week for the Rams Sunday night going cross-country. Uh, the travel does mean something there, even though there's no fans in Philly. Um, that <clears throat> will be a, a substantial home field advantage, I think, because of the travel. All right, Parley Kid, back to you. Washington, Arizona. The Cardinals minus 6.5, 46.5. Um, I'm not even sure who you're going with here. Washington pulls off the yeah. upset. Unbelievable. Down, were they yeah. down 17 Seven, to 17. Philly? Down 17, yeah, 17 to Philly. Nothing. Haskins goes in at halftime. The coach Rivera gets like a, a fluids and stuff, like a plant thing, like really emotional. Haskins saves his job, I think. I don't know if it was in jeopardy, but they come out like gangbusters in the Washington football team yeah. is uh, is 1-0 atop the NFC East alone. Um, unbelievable getting six and a half yeah. at Arizona. Harry, did you know that this is the first time the Cardinals and Washington are one and oh to start a football season? Did you wow. know that? Did not know that. Ever? What do you mean? No, I'm only I'm only kidding. I want to see if Harry's paying attention. <laughs> it's not well, true. by the way, it's not by true. the way, Sal was right. Sal was right. It is the first time. By the way, Sal, first time that you did not take the Cowboys ever. Ever. <laughs> When it was? is true. What do you mean? It is oh, true. Darren. Oh, I didn't want to yeah. touch. Yeah. I didn't yeah. want to touch the Cowboys, but yeah. 
Okay. So this is an interesting matchup. Uh, the Cardinals, I think Murray showed, uh, he like Harry predicted earlier in the year, he could be an MVP candidate. Uh, he had a great game. Uh, Hopkins showed he was worth two first-round picks rather than one second-round pick uh. in that trade with a phenomenal start there for him. Mm-hmm. And the Redskins, you know, I know they were down oh. 17, but if you look at their numbers, you're, mm-hmm. you're kind of like, how did they win this game? Um, they were five for 18 on third down conversions. They had 239 mm-hmm. total yards in the game and rushed the ball 36 times for 80 yards. How did the Redskins come back and win this game like that? I'm thinking Philly gave them the game. The Redskins are still an average, at best, probably slightly below average team, especially offensively. They don't really have the weapons that scare you mm-hmm. uh, that, that a lot of teams have. I think the Cardinals feel really good about themselves coming off one of their best wins in years. In years, I think we take the minus six and a half here. I think the Cardinals win this game somewhere like 31-17, uh, some, somewhere in that area. All right. I think I like this Cardinals team. I love the team speed. I love that I, I mentioned that I think Hopkins, or I'm sorry, uh, that Murray could run for first down probably every other play. It just seemed that way. I don't know. Maybe it was 49ers. They kept the they uh they met them sleeping. I like that they came back. It looked like after that Moster touchdowns, like, oh, San Francisco's gonna score 40. Why does Arizona even want to be here? The 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 air is disgust. I I could have if anyone was gonna quit, it was gonna be Cliff Kingsbury and that team, but they didn't, and they won that game, and that says a lot. I just think this Washington is gonna be a story for a couple more weeks here. Um, I think they keep it close. Maybe they don't win the game, but I think 27. 24-ish, an exciting ending. They have some players on defense, Washington. They really do. I think it's close. I'll take the uh, points here. Um, All right, Harry, New England, Seattle. That's the Sunday night game, right? Yeah. Uh, Lots of uh, Seattle minus four. No, isn't it the the, uh, the, uh, Saints Saints game against the Raiders? That's that's Monday night. That's Monday night. night. Thank you for interrupting. Uh, New England, Seattle. (laughs) Seattle's minus four, 45 and a half. Is the over under? Um, well, I don't know. I, I don't know that these teams. I don't think they've played since the Super Bowl, have they? Simmons couldn't figure it out, but I guess they would have, right? Well, is it? It's more than four years ago, or how does it work? But anyway, they played, they played in 2016. 16. When was the Super Bowl? Uh, 14. Right. Oh, was it? Jesus yeah. Christ! That's how old yeah. we are. Yeah, they had to have played. Right. 16. Seattle four. 45 and a half. Um. I'm going Seattle. I don't know which was the smoke show. Was it? I know they're not going against uh, Atlanta's defense here. I'm not sure how many non-pass interference calls Coach Belichick's defense is going to get here. Uh, I, I felt like Cam, I don't know, was it a more exciting, a more boring version of the uh, Patriots yeah. offense that we're used to? I still can't figure it out. But I think if it's going to be a little bit of a shootout, I don't mind Seattle laying points here, New England coming west. Obviously, no fans, no uh, 12th man. But, um, Harry, what do you think? I think you uh, are with me with Seattle. Yeah, I am. I'm, look, Sal, I'm, I agree with you also with the uh, the way the Patriots offense uh, looked on Sunday. Very vanilla. I, they were they very easily could have lost that game if Miami didn't have a couple injuries at the beginning. Um, I, I, I like that, uh, uh, that Pete Carroll finally, finally allowed Russell Wilson to do his thing for a full game and not just the second half where they just they run boring plays and don't and fall behind by 10 points. They were awesome from the very beginning. Four touchdown passes that we mentioned from Wilson. Uh, Lockett and Metcalf are becoming a very formidable duo in the league here. And Wilson is 2-0 and in regular season games versus New England. Six touchdown passes in those games. Zero picks. Carson looked really good out of the backfield catching the ball. Maybe Seattle just blows out New England because New England was very fortunate on Sunday. I like Seattle too, minus the four. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we missed a game. Baltimore at Houston. Ravens up to seven. It was what six and a half, brother Bry. Fifty-two and a half is the over/under. We both changed our minds here. I think we both like Baltimore, but now Houston getting the points. But the NFL didn't give do any favors to the uh, Texans here. Chiefs, Ravens, back to back in week one or two, going against that Chiefs juggernaut on more rest for Kansas City. But we're going to take the points, right? Yeah, so uh, at six and a half, I was kind of leaning uh, Ravens a little bit. Seven, though, I think maybe is a little bit too much. Uh, there, the funny thing is there was nothing I really saw from the Texans last Thursday that, that I really liked. 
Uh, the Chiefs moved the ball at will against them, but it's the Chiefs home week one, so you could kind of write that one off. But I'll make a case for the Texans here at home. Uh, just look, I, this is a weird stat. I started looking back and I was like, holy shit, let me keep going back. So since 2011, mm-hmm. the Thursday night team that lost has gone on to win their week two games. Every team since 2011 that lost that first wow. Thursday night game has gone on to win wow. week, week two wow. and by an average margin of 12 points. So maybe this maybe this season is different, though, with the real home, no real home field advantage. Maybe it doesn't matter. But I, I think maybe Watson keeps them in this game enough. They had the extra three days. So I think that's enough at home getting seven for a team that is probably better than we give it credit for. I mean, I, maybe they're not as bad as I think they are, the Texans. I'm with you, although I don't know that the Ravens, even though they scored, what, 38? I don't even know if they figured out their offense yet, the right. running game. <laughs> I think they have they, – uh, not that they have a ways to go, but they really could be as dangerous, maybe more dangerous offensively than the yep. Chiefs. But somehow, somehow, I think Houston, um, maybe it's a backdoor cover or something. I like them uh, plus – seven as well now let's give a a little love to our partners here Fandle yes we have partnered up against all odds has with Fandle this year and by now you've probably heard Fandle Sportsbook's world-class sports betting app is out there Fandle makes it easy to find and place your bets they've got some of the best odds you'll find anywhere and they even get you your winnings in as little as 24 hours that's great Harry you don't need to go picking through uh, Cliff Kingsbury's trash to find your winnings it's right there for you It's a lot of reasons to try FanDuel Sportsbook, but here's more. Right now, new users can place their first bet on FanDuel Sportsbook risk-free and get up to $1,000 back in site credit if you don't win. No strings attached. Just place any bet you want. If you win, you keep the cash. If you lose, you'll get the entire bet up to $1,000 back in site credit. Now, some things I don't understand, guys. I don't understand insurance, how you could pay um, like $300 a month and get $2 million after you die. I'd like, this is another thing I don't understand. How do you get a thousand dollars for, for betting and losing? Bri, do you understand this? Well, it's funny that you brought this up because this has been a topic of conversation insurance, um, yeah. in my family, because my brother, uh, his partner is like 60 years old and uh-huh. they just, de- they decided to get life insurance. He's a huge smoker. Uh, somehow they only have to pay like $200 a month to get like a million dollars. I'm trying to figure <laughs> out how this works out. It doesn't make any sense. Really? Just like this doesn't make any sense. Um, Wait, what? But what? It, what? <laughs> <laughs> what, Brian? Uh, well, I'm in. <laughs> I'll say, Brian, no, you're right. But and with this, this, I don't think you need to pass a physical or prove any like health, right. health things. I no, think they it's just a, give it's you a your great, money back. It's a great yeah. deal. It's just, uh, yeah. It just doesn't seem right. Um, yeah, so it'd be like, you know, giving Harry health insurance too. I mean, yeah, no, you know, life, life insurance, you know? So. Uh, yeah, just, uh, take Either a free, or. free risk here. Uh, you could take Arizona minus six and a half. You could take the Rams, uh, minus one and a half, whatever, anything we said, you can go the opposite with it's risk-free. It doesn't matter. And for the, uh, FanDuel double up, you could place a pregame money line wager. And if your team scores 35 or more points, you double your winnings. That's just another promotion. Max bonus, $50 in sight credit wow imagine 35 or more points all right a lot of uh, high scorers out there on the road this week baltimore kansas city usually how about dallas parley kid that wouldn't be bad 35 or more points you take dallas against that defense you could double up <laughs> he's not sold yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I look I, atlanta could put up 60 against that defense this that's week. true that's sure a, just take them both why not uh, anyway, if you're ready to bet on the NFL this season, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Be sure to sign up with promo code uh, against all odds so they know we sent you. That's FanDuel Sportsbook, FanDuel.com slash against all odds. All right. Um, we are going to go over NBA and NHL here. Now, some of these games have played Tuesday night. So if you're listening, you may want to fast forward uh, if you're listening Wednesday uh, we'll probably be wrong in our analysis here, but we're going to give it a shot. But if you're listening Wednesday, the games have uh, already taken place. Miami, Boston, game one. Well, actually, let's do game seven first. Denver, LA Clippers, uh, Clippers minus seven and a half, 207 and a half. I think the Clippers are the better team. I think they win game seven. 
I don't want to sit through this game. I don't want to watch this. If they're up, they're blowing 17 point leads. I'm never going to feel comfortable. That's all I want to do is feel comfortable watching a game. And you're going to have to keep a close eye on it. If you have the Clippers here, um, Brother Bry, the under, though, maybe that's what we should focus on. I think there have been three game sevens this year, and they've all gone under and maybe even by double-digit points. Am I right? 207 uh, and a half. Yes. So let's jump on the under, 207 and a half. It, it might seem low to everybody, but the unders are now 25 and 5 in the last 30 M- NBA games. I keep texting wow. you guys every game. Let's, yep. It's the under, 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 under. It's amazing. We rarely take it. But especially in game seven, I know you've talked about it, Sal. You talked about it with Simmons. Uh, this is where the defense is really ramped up. The players are tight. The game seven, so the three game seven so far in the playoffs went so far under. The Nuggets Jazz had 158 points. The, the total was 218. The Rockets Thunder was 206. It was 216 and a half. The Celtics Raptors was 179. And the over-under was 204. So it's going way under. I think both teams have been playing solid or great defense. I could see the Clippers easily holding the Nuggets in this game to like upper 80s or 90 points and and this going under here. Yeah. And we don't have a hot Jamal Murray who's putting in 55. I feel like those days are over. Uh, You know, Jokic, if it's going to work, the pick and roll, fine. They'll win, they'll lose, whatever. But uh, nobody really hot. Shooting in the low 30s behind the arc, both teams. Um, so I, I would like this under anyway. And the fact that it's a game seven, like you said, it's going to be even tighter. All right, let's move on to uh, the Celtics and Heat. Um, Parlay kid, I'll give you a shot at game one. Boston minus one and a half. I thought it's a little light. I know all the Boston fans are already crying. I'm like, oh, no, no, they're better than us. They're Lou Holtz in this. 209 and a half is the over under. Um, you're staying away from the side. You're picking the total for game one. You're going to take the under. Uh, I think everything's pointing to the under. Uh, the Heat have uh, come under uh, seven of their last ten games. The Celtics, eight out of their last nine. When these three teams met during the regular season, the under hit all three times. Uh, the Heat haven't played in a bit, so they might be a little rusty, especially because they do shoot the ball a lot. Uh, so I think this game, uh, and look, these are two pretty good defensive teams here, too. So I think 209 uh, and a half is a little high here. Uh, let's take the under because most of these games seem to be going under right now anyway. So why wouldn't this one? Yep. And what do you like for the series, Parlay Kid? I'm Look, I, I'm taking the Heat plus money here. I think the Heat, I said this yesterday uh, and, and uh, I texted, texted this to our buddy Alec, but... Oh, he's this, the worst. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> this is... Look, this is a shooter's game right now. Uh, the Celtics have Tatum shooting at a 42% from three. Their next best is Smart at 34%. Butler's shooting 50% for the Heat. And they have four other players who are shooting better than 38% from three. I think their shooting is just better than uh, the uh, Celtics shooting. And I think that's going to win them the series, probably in seven. Wow. Mm. All right. Uh, I should say Celtics are favored minus 134. It's so tight for the series. Uh, So that gets, I think the heat, you get plus 120, 122 right in there for the take back there. Uh, Harry, you disagree. You think this is going to be fairly quick. I do. I think it's going to be Boston and five. Uh, You can get that at five to one odds. Um, They my uh, Boston was two and oh before the bubble uh, against Miami. Uh, I think maybe since May- Boston look uh, took care of the defending champs in seven, this just really s- gets them rolling. Uh, despite how good the Heat have looked, uh, Tatum, Brown, and Walker all averaged twenty plus points in the playoffs. Marcus Smart, though, I think might be the X factor here. Uh, him versus Butler will be fun to watch, but overall, he's been fantastic defensively. And I think maybe Bo- just overall, Boston's looked like the best team. I think overall, maybe in the entire playoffs. Uh, Miami, give it, give them due. They have been great as a five seed, but overall here, I think Boston takes care of business now that they're done with Toronto in five games at five to one. All right, Brian, what do you think? Well, I will say I did give out the heat back in April when we did the podcast at 60 to one to win the title. You so did. I, I, I felt good about that, but I'm going to go with the Celtics too here. I, I just think they by far have the best score on the court in Tatum defensively. I think they're the better team. Um, Walker, Kemba Walker was God awful in that series against the Raptors. 
But I also think that had to do with the Raptors defense. It's just guys like Lowry just get up on you so much. It's just hard to do anything and they frustrate you. And then you end up just sucking. Um, I don't think Miami really has that guy, right? I mean, Butler would be that guy and he's not going to be guarding uh, yeah. Kem- Kemba. So I do think Kemba is going to have a better game. I'd expect uh, Jalen Brown to have a pretty good series. And I, I think this, I don't, think this is going five i would i would lean more to another seven game series here what happened to lowry why is he magic johnson all of a sudden he <laughs> lost us so much money back in the the rosen days with uh toronto and everything and now he's like this uh i i, I he's shot from a cannon um that said i will I, I think the celtics do make everyone's best player look bad a little bit i think they do do that it may not even be as deep as miami and if you want to say lowry was the best player fine but sockham sockham went went away he was gone uh, smart they, they just really had nothing you could say the same about kemba but i think the celtics find a way to get this done they're the better team the better competition than miami has seen and they uh, wrap it up in six games all right moving on to the nhl well, Tuesday night, Tampa looking to wrap it up against Dal- uh, Dallas, against uh, no, the wrong team, mine. the New York Islanders, Tampa minus 175, five and a half over on their parlay. Kid, you feel bad about talking about this because now you, you want to brag about having Tampa all year long, but it's at the expense of the New York Islanders, your beloved team. Yeah, I think it's safe to say right now the Islanders are probably not coming back in the series. Look, if... If I had to pick one team that's capable of doing it, the Islanders are that gritty type of team that uh, that could pull something like this off. But Tampa just seems to be too talented, even though they're missing quite possibly their best player in Steven Stamkos. Uh, back in almost a year ago now, uh, when we did our preseason hockey picks, I gave Tampa Bay to win the whole thing. I said they would kind of be like the Virginia Cavaliers of hockey, mm. where they got knocked out. Uh, suddenly, after an unbelievable season last year, they got knocked out in the first round, uh, and then they would bounce back this year. Uh, they yep. are, have really put the the pedal to the metal here, and I just think right now they're the best team in hockey. Uh, whatever the odds are going forward, take them to win the cup. Uh, I think that's uh, as close to a sure thing as you're going to get right now. Uh, Harry's shaking his head. He doesn't remember you giving Tampa Bay out earlier in the year. Mm, but I whatever. really don't. I really don't, but that's okay. <laughs> okay <laughs> that's not right Harry uh look, yeah. listen Sal I agree with that I, I agree with Darren about the lightning too look Kucherov and uh Braden Point have been phenomenal in uh 16 games I think in the playoffs right now they've combined for 50 points in the bubble um they're undefeated in overtime actually too which is huge too and I just think overall the lightning after getting past Columbus this year and not getting past Columbus the year before I think that got them rolling I think they win the cup even though Dallas Unbelievable! Eight comeback playoff wins, tied for the most ever in a uh, in a uh, in a yeah. playoff series in a playoff uh, playoff ever, and they're also five and zero oh in overtime too. So give Dallas the credit credit; they have been unbelievable. Nobody wants them around, but they keep winning these games. Darren speaks of a gritty team. Dallas is a gritty team with a lot of no namers on this team. They had one guy, one guy on the on the uh, for the regular season have over forty points total for the season. And All right, Harry. In the Harry let me remind you, your pick was Tampa Bay, and I am going to be talking about Dallas in a second. And <laughs> oh, we have to get okay. through this quickly. So let me all three reminders: Tampa Bay to win the cup, real quick, minus one sixty five. <laughs> Dallas plus one fifty. The Isles thirty to one right now. Bry, uh, what are you thinking? Uh, I'm gonna. I, I do like Tampa here too. They just by far seem like the best team. But uh, it's hockey. Anything can fucking happen. We we just talked. Uh, Harry talked about the Stars. Eight comeback wins. I've been on the wrong side of the Stars in every one of those uh. damn games. Uh, the Knights have cost me so much money that I really should not bet any more hockey at this point. I should just watch the rest of the games. Let the season just go off because, like I said, the the Stars have really just continued to kill me. You think they're gonna? You know, they yeah. get a win. You think you, all right, I'm going to jump on against them the next game. No, no, they win that game too. They're the comeback. And last night killed me. So I, I don't even know at this point. Yeah, I don't even know either. And I think like, sorry guys, like uh, you love hockey. I love hockey. Hockey's kind of dumb. Just the best team doesn't really win. Look what the blues did last year. I feel like the stars are the same thing. We've all said it. Uh, if you can get plus money for them to win the cup, the way they've done this, you guys said, Eight from come from behind victories. They have a, an NHL high 12 the whole season uh, when they trailed going into the third period. That's insane. 12 wins 
trailing going in the third period. They had a weird year. Their coach was fired in December, even though they had a winning record. It was uh, strange circumstances that he went. Um, it's very weird. They struggled to score for most of the year. They averaged two and a half goals per game, 26th in the league. Ben Bishop, the goalie, gets hurt. And then they're around every single game at the end. That's the kind of team that wins the cup in this day and age. Also, our friend Frank played the Dallas Stars in Sega, you're right. Remember, and I, I would reluctantly admit that he was the best. I mean, we'd play Chicago and Detroit, all the good teams. Frank would play the Dallas Stars and Madonna and uh, and uh, Parley Kid. Real quick, that what was the bar on Comac Road? He would go and he would play tournaments and he would win. He would win these tournaments. It was a night I would have law school. Yeah. yeah, he would never win. heard this. I can I know where it is. It's by the library, but I can't even I can't picture the name. I don't know what the name of it is. You he know, would go. I had law school class. I would never be able to play uh, on Tuesday nights or whatever it was, but he would play the stars and beat everybody. True story. And have they been the Dallas stars for that long? It makes me think like, wow, they've been the Dallas stars. I guess for, so. I think that was the very beginning thought. of Dallas stars yeah. days. Anyway. All right. Let's go to us open. This is in winged foot, Harry, right? Yeah. This is Marinick. Yeah. Close to Jim's hometown. There you go. Not far. Jim, have you ever been uh, the winged foot? I have not, but my cousin used to be a lifeguard there. You and your cousins. One goes to Bubble <laughs> yeah. Rock. Is that the same Bubble Rock cousin? 40 cousins, man. Do you really have 40? Yeah, wow. my mom's one of 12 kids. My dad, one of five. Wow. Oh, my mm. God. They anyway. totally lost track of you. This is why you never get back to New York. They're like, what? Oh, you're what? Yeah. <laughs> Whose kid are you? Oh, you're our kid? Uh, Harry, it's a demanding course. Um, DJ, my God, he's plus 850 to mm. win this thing. That might even be too high. He's on such a crazy roll here. It's tough to bet against him. But uh, you're going to take a shot with John Rom. Yeah, I'm going to take a shot with Rom. Um, look, at your Halloween party uh, last year, me and uh, my pal Tony Romo both agreed that uh, this is the year that Rom, Rom get, wins a major. Uh, he's 25. He's second in the world in rankings. Uh, had a fantastic season, eight top tens, uh, was second in scoring average. And in the last two months, he's been in six tournaments. Rom has two wins. Five of those six of top 15s during the three FedEx Cup tournaments. His worst weekend round was a 67, his worst. Mm. So let's give it up here. Let's try to get Rom, like I said, second in the world rankings at 10 to 1. Yeah, I'm going to give it a shot with John Rom here. All right, Brother Bry. Uh, golf, I think, has been pretty good to you for matchups, right? But uh, now we have to pick a winner. Yeah, usually. I mean, well, the only matchups I used to win were the Rory matchups. And then uh, <laughs> I, I lost the big time the last time. I don't know. Golf in general has killed me probably this year. But um, <laughs> I'm, def I'm definitely going to bet DJ. I think maybe Rom uh, a little bit too. But if I'm looking for some value, I'll probably go Webb Simpson at plus uh, 2,800. That is Darren's boy. Um, yes. he, won the, he won the US Open in 2012. Look, the US Open is all about if you can make pars, right? As long as you can be around like plus two, plus three, you're going to have a chance probably to win this thing. I like the fact that Webb was first in, in the PGA this year in bogey, uh, bogey avoidance and his putting game is, is top notch. So I think just with those stats alone, he has a chance to be in the mix of the top 10, top 15. So at 28 to one, I think, uh, I think he'll be right there. All right. Parlay kid, you're going with the bomber, Bryson, the bomber, right? Yeah, I'm taking DeChambeau here, Sal. You know, two months ago, uh, in early uh, Ju on July, early July, you could get, you could have gotten DeChambeau in all three of the majors: the PGA Championship, the U.S. Open, and the Masters, ten to one. That was he was going mm -hmm. off at all of those at ten to one. Uh, now you might even see him uh, roughly, depending on what site you're looking at. Uh, and you could you can give me the FanDuel odds if you could find them right 28 now. Twenty eight to one. He's it's twenty eight to, to one, right? Like so Web I Simpson. actually thought maybe they had come down, so I didn't want to even say it. So twenty eight to one on a guy who was ten to one mm -hmm. two months ago to win this tournament. I just think that's too good a value to pass up for a guy who's playing the best golf in the world, and his game is is falling off here, uh, not just a bit, but a lot. But maybe he was trying some different things. Maybe he was trying to iron out some kinks. So. I think at 28 to one, uh, this guy can bomb the ball uh, and maybe he can, if he can play some bogey free of golf yeah. and he's more likely to maybe because he can drive the ball so well, pick up a few more birdies than other players. 28 to one. Great, great value here for Bryson. The I mad say, scientist. They call I, I haven't looked, but I would, I think, uh, hold on. There's, 
All right, so there's three late afternoon NFL games. This, this I think, is getting a screen for me, the U.S. Open on Sunday. If it's anywhere mm. close, this will be fun. Uh, I'm going Xander Schauffele, 14 to 1. I have the same stats as you guys, but he's 26. He's looking for his first major. Everyone's like, why not? Why not this one? And U.S. Open, last three, he's finished top five, uh, tied for five, tied for sixth, and tied for third, um, six top tens and a dozen career major championships. That's uh, pretty much it. And they'd say he's up to the task for this demanding course. Everything I read says Xander will be there uh, standing Sunday, 14 to one brother, Bry Webb Simpson, 28 Paul kid, 28 to one with Deshaun Bo and Harry 10 to one with Rom. All right, sharp tank. Let's do it. These guys pitch me their best bet. I buy one of them. I went with Bry last week, and that was a winner. Bengals plus the points. It probably should have won on the field there. Uh, Bry, let's start things off with you. What is your best bet? Yeah, so I feel like I'm I'm the Gaskowski of Sharp Tink, right? I kept missing and missing, and you showed your faith in me, and I, I, <laughs> I finally got one last you week. You are. Come so, back uh, better of the year. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go uh, Bucks panthers over 48 and a half. Uh, these are two of the worst defensive teams last year, right? I'm not sure if the Panthers will be able to stop anybody last year after uh, this year after watching the Raiders game last week. The Bucks offense, I would assume, is going to do better this week. Uh, the last time these two teams met, there was 63 points. I just I thought this line would be around 51, 51 and a half, like some of these other lines. I think 40 mm-hmm. and a half seems low. I think the Bucks win this game like 31 to 24. All right, there you go, Parlay Kid. What is your sharp? This is a dangerous week for me, Sal. This is dangerous because (laughs) I literally could put about 10 teams on a parlay uh, this week. Um, I'm not going to do that here. I'm only going to take four uh, uh, teams (laughs) because there's just so the money lines (laughs) just uh, just uh, they're too good to pass up here, guys. I mean, minus 400 Chiefs at Chargers. Uh, The Chargers just didn't show me too much offensively where they Mm -hmm. can keep up with the Chiefs. So. We'll take the Chiefs minus 400. Um, I'm agreeing with Brian here with Tampa Bay minus uh, 450 over the Bucs. Look, Tom Brady's not losing two in a row here to start the season. He's just not. Uh, The Ravens at minus 310. I know Brian gave that stat out about the loser of that first Monday night football game uh, winning week two. But most teams haven't had to start off with the Chiefs and Ravens after giving up their best player in Hopkins. So the Ravens at minus 310. And the Titans, uh, who have still looked like the Titans last night, I think they're just a solid football team. I think mm. the Jags got their one win. Um, not that they're not going to win again, but I think they're gonna, they're kind of celebrating. I think the uh, they come back to earth against the Titans. Uh, they're minus 460, the Titans are. You add it up, it's about a plus 145 parlay. I would have liked to have added like, four more teams to it, which I will on the side, but not just for the show uh, here. <laughs> There's a lot of college minus uh, 3,000s in there. I'll be, uh, I'll be taking it. those. I'll probably be putting seriously like a 15-team parlay together. All right. I saw somebody hit like an 11-team parlay this week, so I got to yeah, top yeah, yeah. that. Harry, uh, you had the Dolphins last week, a little bit of a screw job in the uh, in the end zone at the end. You are currently, uh, on my Zoom view, you are sideways, and it's very, oh, very distracting. Every, everybody, oh, everybody's okay. in there. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, unbelievable. Harry, what's your uh, best bet? <laughs> Listen, I'm going to take, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay uh, the seven here with San Francisco. Uh, I know they got to travel to the East Coast. So they play uh, New York, uh, the Jets, and then they play the Giants. So maybe they'll stay there. But look, I like San Fran here uh, against the Jets. They played a tough game against an upstart Arizona team. Um, Raheem Mozart had 150 yards rushing, receiving. It was good to see Der- uh, Jarek McKinnon back after two years. He had 50 yards and a touchdown. He might be the difference, uh, big, big time for the uh, San Francisco 49ers on Sunday. Uh, look, Robbie Anderson had 115 uh, yards, six catches, 75 yard touchdown for Carolina. How come Sam Darnold couldn't do that with him? Never could. It's still, I mean, uh, still, they don't have Le'Veon Bell this week. He's banged up. Adam Gay said, I wrote it down here. He, he said about Darnold, I've just got to get Sam more in a rhythm early in the game. No shit. No wow. shit. Honestly, I mean, that's what you say, Case. I mean, this is three years that head coaches have been making excuses for Sam Darnold. He's simply not that good. He can't read defenses. 
San Francisco's right. D is going to be coming. Nick Bosa can't wait. He's seven for and six last year. And the Jets wasn't last he? seven games. Now, did he yeah, freeze he or did I freeze? No, he froze. He's sideways and frozen here. San Fran gets it rolling early. Sorry, I'm not going with this pick anyway. Gets it rolling. And I don't care if Kittle's playing or not. They roll over the Jets. All right, we lost Harry for a second. He kept going. He, he kept going. Care. How long was he talking for? I, I have a feeling after we stop recording, he still goes on and on. It does an extra 15 minutes. Yeah, don't uh, don't cut that show. out. That's pretty good. I, 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 no, 110 yeah, percent, man. 110 percent. All right. Uh, I was just thinking, how weird is it that the 49ers are excited to fly to New Jersey for better air quality? I'm just looking at that now. Mm. Um, I don't know, Harry. I, I don't know. Jeez, <laughs> uh, I, I, I feel like I know where the Cowboys went to the jets and lost. It was a little later in the years, probably like week five or six. I don't, I don't trust the Niners just yet giving points. I think they're going to write the ship eventually parlay kid. Um, I also don't want to jump on 14 money line parlays just yet. I'll be with you, buddy. I will be I with don't. you down the road. I promise I'll be with you on these. I just need to see a little more before I think like half the schedule, a quarter of the schedule is going to pan out on a, a parlay. So brother Brian, I'm with you bucks, Carolina over 48 and a half. We won last week. We will win this week. We're yes. going to put all these picks on our extra points, um, social feeds. We're going to do this. We're going to have the U.S. Open picks, NHL, everything else. Guys, what do you have to plug? Parlay Kid, I know uh, you're busy. Yeah, I'm at the Chalk Talker, Sal. Um, I just, another great week of sports. This weekend's going to be fantastic. Uh, that's all I got left because uh, – here in Suffolk County, they have decided to not start uh, any high school or middle school sports until January of 2021. So a uh, lot of let down uh, young men and women right now, but uh, hopefully yeah. they'll get a chance to play in January. So let's hope. Real, real quick. I'm sorry about that. That sucks. And uh, my son is uh, practicing football now, um, but they split them up into groups of 12 and they're told that, if they are seen outside of practice with anyone other than the group of 12, they can get suspended from school. Oh, like, I don't God. know how it, it's unbelievable. I don't know how they're going to be able to do this. Uh, come on. This is, I, this is unbelievable. I don't know how they enforce that, but, or maybe they won't, maybe they're yeah. just putting a scare in everybody. But, with the, that's ridiculous. Yeah. It's really, really crazy times. Brother Bry, uh, Polly kids at the chalk talker, brother Bry, what about you? Yeah, I'm at the brother Bry. Uh, my daughter had a soccer tournament this week's weekend, so we got four games. Even though Suffolk County no uh, no high school, middle school sports, but these travel Amazing. leagues are still happening. Um, so I was glad to get that in. It seemed to be run mm -hmm. safe enough. Um, so uh, like Parley Kid was saying, though, I I'm looking at these lines this week, and there are so many teasers to take. I nah. just this could be. This could be either really good, great or really bad. I think I might just mix like six or seven teams and a lot of money on on two team teasers, right? Oh, I mean, like that those six. I mean, we're putting the Chiefs on a teaser with something, right? At eight and a half. You know what? Start off with Clippers Browns and see if it goes from there. It's a money line parlay. Just do that. Um, all right, Harry. What about your kids? What sports are they playing? Is Harry gone? Is that it? He's I think frozen. that's it. He's frozen. Uh, Wait a minute. I'm back. I'm oh, back. Okay. <laughs> you have us on mute? Brutal. Uh, <laughs> Come on, Aaron. I don't know. I, I, listen, bad, uh, bad, uh, bad. Error. Listen, I got a, uh, let's see, what do I got? Thursday, colonoscopy. Uh, that's going down. <laughs> that's fun. Great. Um, Can we bet on then, that? Uh, sheesh. Make, uh, yeah. Listen, if anything happens, parlay kid, I'm leaving, uh, I'm leaving uh, your nine kids my forty-seven dollars I got in the bank in my bank account. Wow! Thank you. It's a lot nice. more than I thought. Sure. Wait, can uh, I yeah. can, can can I ask Harry though? Harry, you're are you in California again right now? Currently, because Harry yeah. Harry you said are? Harry said you guys are yeah. gonna have to carry the show a little bit for me because I'm trying a vacation here in California. So trying I, a vacation? Where are you? <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm back. Where am I? I'm, I'm, I'm in a... You're in a bathroom right now, but at, where, what city are you in? Uh, this is Laguna. Laguna again. Laguna. All right. Oh, my God. Stay there. Amazing. All right. Jim Cunningham, uh, what about you? What, what Are you going? You, not going to make it to New York? They really should do a reality show about Jim Cunningham's quest to make it back to New York. Um, really just never leaving his apartment. But, I'm just trying to find the right travel agent. I know. <laughs> and there's no bigger plug than Harry's colonoscopy, but um, <laughs> you follow me on That's Twitter good. at Jim Cunningham and the eyes are ones. <laughs> All right. There you go.
Uh, and that's it. I'm at the cousin Sal. Check out all our podcasts, uh, not only against all odds here on the Extra Points Podcast Network. We have Extra Points Monday, Wednesday, Friday, waiver wired twice a week with Jerry Ferreira and Jen Piacenti, Lemon Pepper Parlay with TJ Hushmanzada and Rob Parker, Jeff Schwartz and Dave Damashek do minus three and laugh lines. Me and Rachel Bonetta, we have uh, Guillermo on this week. That'll be fun. And that does it for another episode of Against All Odds. Watch Fox Bet Live Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. Eastern time. Go to extrapoints.com for all these guys' free picks for the degenerate trifecta and Jim Cunningham. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Now-